Welcome everyone to our podcast, The Dorkiest Timeline. Nope, don't be confused, you are still listening to the podcast known as The Two Fanboys and the Filthy Casual, but we are starting something new. We've been teasing a change in our format, and so today, we unleash the new title of our podcast. Dun 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 dun! The Two Fanboys and the Filthy Casual presents The Dorkiest Timeline. We'll talk about some of the changes in the future, but for now, here are your hosts. This is Dennis. This is Louis. Harold. And this is Krija. And uh, today we have a special guest, uh, somebody that has been with us before. He was a special guest uh, pre-COVID. I, like, the fact that I could actually remember us being yeah, together. Yeah, PC. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, we have a, um, a special guest today, and it is Earl Bailon. That's Did I even pronounce that name properly? I'm going to say yes. Oh, so close! It's just, no, you did Bailon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I went Filipino because this is a Filipino... Right, right. Like, yeah. I, I feel that, that should be one of the accents, Filipino accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did we not think of that, by the way? On the wheel of accents. Let that one out. For, for everybody who does not know what we're talking about, it'll make sense in a few minutes. So, Earl, thank you very much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. And Lewis, I think you spent like a, a good minute researching Earl. Uh, for everybody who might not know who Earl is, uh, you want to do a quick introduction as to who our special guest is today. Absolutely. He is the artistic director of Room to Improv, the Asian American improv troupe serving the LA County and beyond. beyond. You beyond. can also hear him as the uh, in the latest Tomb Raider video game as uh, Jonas and on Pangeekery, a video podcast streaming live. Every tu- it's not even every Tuesday anymore, dude. It's like it's every Monday now. Every Monday, right? Yeah, as yeah. well as if you have streamed the latest hit on Netflix, Chessa, he is General VR. Again, thank you. Welcome everybody to Earl Bailon. What's up? Yeah, I, thanks for coming back, dude. Really appreciate. Yeah, it. no, I appreciate you having me back. It's uh, had a lot of fun last time, so. I'm here. <laughs> Our setup is slightly nicer than last time. A- absolutely. You don't have 10 uh, USB microphones plugged into one computer. That was amazing that you even got that to work. <laughs> I was thinking about it like the week after. I was like, how did they do that? It, it's called ingenuity. <laughs> <laughs> and one $4 splitter that we bought on Amazon. <laughs> Sorry. Really? <laughs> You're the best. Thank you. Did you text um, them? He was texting. <laughs> Come on, man. That's the benefit of, ha- of recording at your own home is you have your own uh, delivery service. <laughs> you know, you I was pl- your child being. <laughs> I was planning on uh, like uh, uh, deleting this portion, kind of like editing it. I'm keeping this yeah, crap yeah, right yeah, here. It's, totally <laughs> it's perfect. The world should know. Yeah, yeah uh, everybody. For those who might not know, uh, Lewis just ordered his son to bring <laughs> a beer so that he can refresh himself. So It served two purposes. He needed a break from his Xbox anyway. So, he was like, <laughs> he needed two minutes to come down. Right, and he doesn't need a break because he's garbage, so he needs to keep practicing. Oh! <laughs> oh, good. He left. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't hear that part. He'll hear this part eventually. And as usual, he'll hate me. Spicy. <laughs> okay, Wait, before... Need I, to improve his KD ratio? Yeah, is that it's, it's pretty bad. Oh, before bad. Harold kind of um, aggravates aggravates more like 12-year-old kids, um, <laughs> I think we need to move forward with our episode. Uh, we're going to start off with a segment we call Poopery, where we basically have certain random things that we bring up, and I think Harold today has something special planned for us. Yeah, it's a little bit of a literally poopery, because... Um, 
Wait, in order for you to literally, there has to be like That's actual right. crap. That is where we're going. So. <laughs> Not, I'm not really gonna poop on it. Um, cause this, that's only, that's, that's for our tomorrow. OnlyFanboys uh, page. That's stream tomorrow. OnlyFanboys, we have the logo made. <laughs> if you want to see it, go to our Twitch stream tomorrow. Anyway, um, so there is a new game show that's gonna be coming out in a couple of months. You know how they do like the Ultimate Wipeout kind of deal? Right. Where they have, uh, what's it, Holy Moly? Or oh, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, like Venture a golf. golf. Yeah, so it's like an obstacle course version of. Miniature golf and then the white battles like an obstacle, yeah, you know, Ninja Warrior kind of stuff like that. So they're keeping things a little bit light and fun. So they decided to create a new one called um, Ultimate Slip and Slide. So yeah. It's just a oh, giant no. slip and slide and um, great hosts. Two of my favorite comedians, Ron Funches, who is uh, wait, wait, wait. funny dude. Is that funny the dude. one that uh, is that the show that got um, like postponed yes, because yes. of like yes, because of like no, oh god that's where we're going. <laughs> oh okay, cool. Just so, check it. So you know Ron Funches and Bobby Moynihan. So those okay, are yeah, that's, that sounds like a fun cast. Yeah. yeah. So two jolly guys, and unfortunately it was postponed for this weekend because, like Dennis was alluding to, um, there seemed to have been an issue. Um, explosive explosive issue with the cast and crew and participants of the show as well. 16 people yikes spread to 40 people oh no including the casting including the yeah the crew Dysentery or? Yeah. Well, diarrhea period. Oh, man. Diarrhea period? And period? Oh, God. Diarrhea period. It's the worst thing I've ever conceived of. Wait, Brown's not supposed to come out of there. It's the Sharknado of... Anyway. Diarrhea period. But so... This is the little activity I'd like for you guys to think about. No, I, think, I think we're done. <laughs> we're, we're, we're officially done. So, um, you know, the slip like, slide, it's at an end. Five people, one cup? Is that, is that the end? I'm not going to that one. So here's the activity I'd like oh, for you to participate in. If you were to create a headline for the news that came out about uh, Ultimate Slip Inside having, uh, being postponed because of diarrhea, what would your headline be? Oh, um... See, this is this, this is where the improv group gets I got it. I got it. Lewis and I are like, um, wait, 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 wait checking I, I got phone. It. <laughs> okay, let's go. You run. You slide. You take a dump on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! More jingle, I guess, than than the. Than yeah, the, look, we were going for slogan. Now slow, it was slogan. Now you just up the ante over I here. I just use the actual slip and slide song and put poop in it. <laughs> if you put that as a headline, you would read it as the song. Yeah, it would it would like incept itself in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And people would be dying. And you would click <laughs> and that's what it's all about. Clicks, likes, shares. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> Lou, would you like to try? Dude, uh, why are we asking the beer cat? I don't know. Go to Earl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's our, so, he's so our special guest. <laughs> Ooh, so much, so okay. much pressure. You know what I need? I need a beer. Hold on. Let me get my sign. Let me get the Elvis one. Comes down with like a 12-pack. Like I figured you guys would need it. We need the liquid courage for this one. Wow. Uh, mine was mine was more headliney, but it would be 
uh, local production halts after um, mystery liquid slips onto mm. the slide. Mm. Oh, yeah, mystery liquid. <laughs> I, I think I'll go something simple. I'll just go number two show uh, on uh, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I, I don't know what period is. What number is period? <laughs> I, guess, yeah, I don't know. Six, six, six. I don't know. I think it's the negative number. Oh, okay. Or it could be another one that just says, holy shit. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's spelled holy with an H-O-L-E. Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, Lewis, we're waiting for I'm, you. I, I should have gone before you because now there's so much pressure. Um, I would just go... Uh, everybody, no, no, everybody has to look at him. I hate this. Yeah. Um, and we're going to judge whatever comes out of your mouth. That's, like that would have been a good one. <laughs> You're right. Uh, next stop for this production, Brown Town. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Look into Brown Town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. This is why we workshop it. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Into Brown Town. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad we're going really highbrow today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. See what you think is if we start classy, <laughs> there's nowhere else to go but classier. That's true. So if we start with poop jokes, <laughs> right, we can only get more intelligent. About no, it. that's the that's the highest level of uh, jokes we have in the show. So poop jokes, poop jokes. Yeah, I figured we would so be doing well at it because we are good at poop jokes. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, yeah. Harold is what he is. eats. It's. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Are we doing the wheel of accents already? <laughs> wheel of accents. Here we go. So we have a new. Uh, um, oh my god! New we new segment here. We call it the the wheel of accents, and um, I am going to choose one person. And Earl, oh uh, since you are a uh, AR. Uh, ASMR. Um, since you are our guest, we're going to uh, start with you. Um, the next question that Lewis is preparing, uh, we're going to ask that you try to answer it as it's, in that in accent. this accent. So here we go. We have a bunch of accents that is oh, loaded on here, and so um, here we go, accents Lewis. Accents or impressions? Accents or impressions? I mean, you can interpret it in any which way that you want. And the first one is going to be uh, should be an easy one. We're going with Australian. Ah, very so nice. oh, let's okay. go for it. So Earl, the question is: It's been a year and change since we've last seen you. What have you been up to since then? Well, I'm I'm, I'm trying to find my Australian. <laughs> Oi! Oi! <laughs> Start off with that. Uh, first, you got to go down. I've been, oh, I've been just, uh, I've been just uh, working on my accents. <laughs> Particularly this one. I've not I've not touched it very much, but uh, it's kind of there. It's kind of there. Uh, a wallaby kangaroo. <laughs> Yay! There it is. Okay. It is. The Please first, don't kill me. The first spin on the wheel of accent was a success. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't be offended when somebody says wallaby kangaroo. <laughs> Unless it's some kind of amalgamation of an animal that we've made. I know. A wallaroo. Whoa. Uh, so, um, sorry, my, my, my mind is now in a wallaroo. What would <laughs> Why did it just get dark? Would, 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 it t- would it taste good with Vegemite? Is the question. <laughs> I don't. Does anything taste good with Vegemite? Uh, Vegemite doesn't taste good with Vegemite. This is true. I actually like Vegemite. What? Yeah. I've never had it. It's. I don't know if you guys know, but Dennis has been to Australia. Oh yeah. Oh. I've been down under. <laughs> 
I love the present you brought me from down under. <laughs> the little thing that I put on my mouth with the wax. Whoa. Chlamydia? <laughs> my bad. Koala penis? <laughs> no, you got me a didgeridoo. That's what I call it. Koala penis? <laughs> <laughs> there have to be certain places where that's called a, a koala penis. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is. What a, sweet, I, what a sweet name for it. I'm hoping it's so romantic. I'm hoping there's a drug out there called koala penis because if not, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. Right. Sorry, sorry, Lou. Um, I, you, your question. Well, there was, was something going on, but I, I forgot. I, I forgot my shit. Wallaby kangaroo is the wallaby only kangaroo. thing. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, okay. So yeah. Thank you. Back to uh, is a rabbit a wannabe kangaroo? I don't know. It, it, it had to go to finishing school. Um, <laughs> and Lewis is no good at finishing. And I'm no, no. good at finishing. Oh <laughs> Alright, back to serious questions, guys. Let's have an actual conversation with our guest. He drove out all the way from Arlita to, just to be here tonight, and so did uh, Karina. Thank you very much. Hollywood. Um, Hollywood, my bad. Earl, while you've been in Arlita, have you ever felt like there was a, I don't know, mysterious ninja presence anywhere? A mysterious like, ninja like presence? Like people jumping from one rooftop to another. Like, think, 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 think like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But instead of New York, Arlita. Like the the Jersey Devil or like who? Like wait, is this for real? Is there like, what is happening? Is, here? This, is there like an urban legend about? Yes, there is an no urban legend. No shit. Yes. We learned about this in college. Yeah, that supposedly there is a ninja clan in the town of in like the suburbs of Arlita. So the fuck. <laughs> And um, Kurja actually knows who this person is. It's a real person? Yes. It's a person that we know. That so, we know? Um, yeah, so... Uh, probably haven't seen in 20 yeah, years. If you follow the OnlyFanboys page, um, we will tell you the uh, the name of this person. Or we can just text it to you in our group chat. Right? Yeah, just, <laughs> just let me know. Yeah. Oh, after this episode, we'll yeah. tell oh, you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. If you don't know it until... Oh, God. I don't think I can concentrate until I know. But I'll hold it. So There's yeah, a ninja clan. Yeah, have you ever witnessed a ninja clan? Because I know I got I got attacked uh, once already by some thugs, but that was in Panorama City, so... I think it's adjacent, and you weren't holding the mask correctly. So, gotcha. Um, or you weren't so I'm, like, holding. right on the border of, like, our lead of Panorama. Yeah, oh, okay, that's so. where Dennis got attacked. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, um, that, that's like the DMZ. Oh, like, you know, right. <laughs> like near Kaiser? Yeah. 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 yeah like that's near right. Michael's furniture. Yeah. Right. The, you know. the Yoshinoya. Mommy yeah. King. The, the ninjas have DMZ. to put their weapons down. It's like, oh. All right. You know. Ninja like, vanish. Yeah. Like a bald man comes out and goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> Disappears. But instead of that, he just said to Dennis, I pot vanish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the guy did look like Tatsu from, uh, from the <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> That's the guy's name, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, Lewis, really, we... <laughs> you heard, we guys are just having a great conversation. <laughs> Lewis, you have one job in the show, and it's to interview Earl. You in. haven't done anything. I didn't know I was supposed to also rein it in, dude. Rein it in. 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 Earl, on a serious note, I know that you have been very busy on Twitch. I know, like, the last year has been very weird and odd right. and different yeah, for everybody. So, uh, you know, for for you, I know you've had a, uh, had a great presence on all the social medias, but uh, let's 
talk about your Twitch stream and your Twitch activity, dude. Like, uh, we were talking about it earlier, and if you follow Earl, if you haven't, I don't know what's wrong with you. You shouldn't be following us <laughs> if you're not following Earl. Because, honestly, his content is hilarious, and it's great. Oh, and it's thank great you, stuff. So, what inspired you to kind of get into the whole Twitch thing, uh, Twitch side of things during, yeah, during this last year of pandemic? Uh, so, uh, I, I have always had my Twitch channel, and I was never, like, really serious about it. I would, I would like, stream every, like few months just to see what was going on and uh tried to i in the back of my head i wanted to do it like seriously i just didn't have the time or like uh you know um uh, the real kick in the ass to do it but like when pandemic happened and everything closed like productions shored up everybody's like no we're not doing that anymore uh theaters closed all this uh i was like I was already streaming every week with Pan Geekery, and we were doing, you know, a talk show, basically, uh, talking about, like, nerdy things, but I was like, whoa, why don't I just... I, it's There's no better time than now to, like, go 100% into it. I'm going to work, I'm going to become consistent, I'm going to get my uh, affiliate, and um, it, I'm just going to go from there, because, like, there's no other way to make money for, like, an entertainer right now. Yeah. So... Uh, I just went 100% into it. Uh, I um, I didn't really come up with a schedule at first, but I was like, all right, I'm going to... Um, my goal was to get my affiliate. So at the time, if I remember correctly, it was 50 followers, uh, three concurrency, so three people in chat, and, um, an average of three. And then uh, I think it was 12 hours over like the last seven, seven uh, days or something like that. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to work at that. So I eventually got that, and uh, um, yeah, I just um, I created a schedule from there, and uh, it was all about consistency, and um, and it kind of just built from there, I guess. But it really was just a way to kind of pivot because um, nothing was happening like industry-wise. I mean, I had gigs here and there, like one day of work, but I mean that's not enough, you know. Um, so and. I feel like I'm not the only one that did that. Like, so many people that I know in the entertainment uh, industry, like people that I, I kind of knew beforehand, Victor Chi, Yoshi Sadarso, Josh Han. Um, I'm, I'm calling out all you dudes that, like, I stream with. Or, like... Uh, Amazing flex, by the way. Dropping yeah. all these names. <laughs> <laughs> Manny. The, we're all in an Instagram, ch in Instagram chat. And, like, all it is is us talking about, like, streaming. James Tang. Um, I'm sh shouting out all you folks. Um... Uh, but yeah, uh, we just all kind of turned to Twitch streaming because it was all we really had to, because, because it's, you know, for a long time, uh, people were not, uh, sets were shut down and everything, so, what else were we going to do? <laughs> Good point. Well, yeah, actually, I think I like what you're saying about that, like, we tried to do uh, Twitch, actually, Harold has been doing mm -hmm. a Twitch much longer than we did, we were only, like, three episodes in, I've already missed one, two right. episodes in, I apologize. Um, so yeah, it, it's a great avenue. I jumped the gun on a question, actually, so I apologize. You were yeah, talking yeah. earlier about theater groups and whatnot. I actually wanted to uh, kind of flip it and involve our new guest, not our new guest, our new co-host, Courage, out here. <laughs> so you two are actually in an improv troupe. We, we, we part, it was part of your intro. Room <laughs> to improv. You guys have been around. Let's do this. I want you guys to give us your secret origin story. Like, tell us how... This Room improv started? How it started, how did you two get to know each other, how has it been, how has it been through this pandemic, and like what are you guys going through in the last few months, and what's what's happening, and yeah, give us give us the back, the, the back story. So, Kershaw's like more OG than I am, actually. Kershaw was there in the beginning. I was there, I was there in the second show. Okay, so Room to Improv was founded in... 2002, 2002 yeah. um, by Elvin Lubrin. That was a long time ago. It was yeah. a long time ago <laughs> yeah. at, um, 
at uh, Cal State Northridge. You were so like eight or something. I was oh. eight, but very mature for my age. I had a. Melvin was like thirty already. He was already thirty. He was already thirty. Um, and uh, it was just it just started off as a bunch of friends just wanting to do improv and perform for FPAC. Um, Phil- no, wait. Festival, Festival of Filipino Arts and Culture. I always get that mixed up. So, uh, yeah, they we debuted in 2002 at FPAC. Um, and after FPAC is when I joined. I, I did the second show, so I'm not technically OG, but I was there. Pretty I did, dang close. Pretty yeah. dang close. I, I'm the oldest person right now on in the... On the team, most senior. I'm most senior. Sure <laughs> you're, so, you're so nice. <laughs> She's um, 21 now. Just yeah, you're doing the math. Yes. Um, but I, but I took a break, and during that break, that's when Earl joined. Right, right. So, um, after Elvin left, um, uh, I think he went to Texas. Spoilers, he left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Hawaii or Texas? I can't remember. Texas. Texas. Oh, Texas. Oh, I don't remember. It wasn't in the whole went to Vegas. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Everybody else. All the other season alumni went to Vegas for <laughs> But go ahead, sorry. But um, yeah, Elvin uh, left, and then he left the reins to uh, Mark McIlintal. And uh, Mark, uh, the process of getting new members beforehand was kind of inviting everybody, like people you knew that were interested. And uh, Mark um, kind of changed it up, and he was like, I'm going to put out an audition notice. He put it out in backstage, which is, you know, like uh, industry paper, and uh, my backstage, back, backstage, <laughs> 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 oh, very close to backstage. No, I mean <laughs> kind of the same. <laughs> no. Why is there a black couch here? <laughs> um, Wait, there's no job. <laughs> I know. Well, oh, there's a job. <laughs> well, we're just gonna put a white couch, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh. We're just gonna put you on tape, and if the producers <laughs> like you, um, but. I don't know what that refers, is referring to. That was just that was, out of nowhere. That it came was out improv. Yeah. We don't know that. I don't know where that's That's from. not a thing. Was, um, it a, was it a casting couch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We're just going to say it. <laughs> Noah, go to sleep. <laughs> Turn off the podcast right now. Thank you. I <laughs> uh, just implied it. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> but my son's friends listen to this. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah. look up any of those things. No, like, no. none of that. It's always me. Sorry. None of those things are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We were, no, no. So, <laughs> Mark put out an ad in backstage, right. <laughs> and my my roommate at the time. Uh, this was back in 2000. Uh, I want to say five, four or five. Uh, with Chris Clemente. We were living together, and he was like uh, also trying to kind of do the acting thing. He uh, took back. He took a look at his backstage. Um, um, subscription. He was like, "Ah, oh, dude, I don't think this is working out for me. I'm gonna check one more time, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, unsubscribe." <clears throat> so he found on his last, his very last, like, perusal through the, uh, the breakdowns, he found an opening for an Asian American sketch troupe. I mean, that's Asian American improv troupe that was based um, in North Hollywood, and um, he was like, "Yo, dude, check this out. We gotta uh, submit for this." So we both did. We both got in. And uh, that uh, was, yeah, back in 2005. So uh, we've been uh, with the troupe ever since. Um, Mark left uh, mm-hmm. uh, artistic directing around 2012, I want to say, and I took over that year. So I've been uh, running it since then. <laughs> and it's, it's been cool. Um, uh, we, we got to a really good place, I think, with our improv right around um, when pandemic hit. Yeah. And um, 
which kind of sucks because I think we were hitting a good stride. And, uh, of course, there's no other way to do it. I mean, there's, uh, with the advent of Zoom and things like that, um, it's, it has been possible, but I don't ever think it's been done well. Well, or, like, seamlessly. Yeah, exactly. There's still the lag. And that yeah. second lag is, like, everything, Every, I think. Exactly. So, um, especially for the way we improvise. So, I think uh, we've been... Um, we we have kind of been rehearsing. We started. We tried to rehearse at the very beginning of pandemic, mm-hmm. but eventually we just kind of hung out and drank online. Yeah, it was our so, weekly weekly meetup. Our weekly check in. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we'll watch uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, which which we which we would do in, in person. Real person yeah, in, in, real person, <laughs> in real life, and then uh, we just talk shit. <laughs> and yeah. <clears throat> but we're looking to come back hopefully. Um, now that uh, California has re- reopened, uh, I don't know what our, our theater's situation is looking yeah, like. That's up in the air right now. Right. But uh, otherwise, we're still doing our thing. And uh, next year, 2020, this is actually going to be our, tw- our technically our 20th anniversary yeah. season. So we've been around, uh, we're almost we're mo- almost old enough to drink. drink yeah, yeah, drinking age almost. Yeah. 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 Definitely old enough to uh, backstage. Yes. Yeah. Backstage. <laughs> Like you know, uh, we—I don't know if we've mentioned this before, at least on recording. Um, we attended your last show before the. Pandemic. Oh yeah, that, you were at that last one. Don't point at me. Everybody in this room was at that last show. Everybody. Every important person in this room was at that last show. Maybe if I was there, this pandemic would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Butterfly it, effect. If you think about it, that's some Loki shit right it there. It is all of your fault. <laughs> I know you're right. Damn it! If I was there. Because if you had kept, sorry, your, if you'd kept your promise like you usually do, <laughs> the whole I told her my son had a game. Shout out to Noah again. Uh, he had a game the day after, but I probably could have slept in. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, question. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do with this microphone. Leave um, <laughs> it in the middle, man. So, like, I like that you offered it to Kurzo and then took it away <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Wait, I saw. I have something more to say. And <laughs> yeah, something to say. No, you don't. Sometimes um, I wish this was a video. Because <laughs> <laughs> so everything was gold. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. It kind of depicts your character in D- Dungeons and Dragons. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys want some of this? No. I cast mage hands. Um, <laughs> you stole the mic from her. <laughs> It's okay. It's, uh, it wasn't I, even made, Jan. I'm, sure, it was it was, I, I'm sure you had something very important to say. I, and I totally forgot it. Okay. Actually, no, I was going to ask, actually. So you brought up the fact, Earl, that... Okay, I'll be serious. Though. Um, so you are now currently the art director for Room 2 Improv. I want to ask you, too, since you know this is the first time we are going to have two cast members of Room 2 Improv in the, right. in the podcast, what are... Like, two questions. Uh, best parts of uh, Asian American Improv and the hardest, toughest parts of it. Now you can have the mic. <laughs> two parts uh the best part of it is uh because we're we're independent we can kind of do whatever we want uh in terms of like what our show is and that's changed a few times uh we can get rid of uh we, we create games um so sometimes we'll we'll do uh original games a lot of stuff we make up we have one called um is it campfire songs i forgot what it's campfire called. song that, that we, we did that you guys saw that yeah. yeah that was hilarious that was the last uh, uh we that was we literally just came up with that like a month before. Yeah. Remember that, Lewis? Mmm. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I remember that vividly. <laughs> and basically, what it is is like one of us, we all pretend we're singing a campfire song that's all improvised. We all each get a verse, and then we come up with uh, a, a chorus by community. Yeah. So, 
Um, uh, and it's all, you know, uh, unplanned, other than the, uh, the suggestion from the audience about what we're going to be singing about. So, uh, I mean, that's an advantage. Um, also, I, I just think... Um, it's a good support group. Uh, a lot of us, uh, and we'll, you'll see this in our Slack. We have a group Slack, because uh, who doesn't now? And um, uh, <laughs> you guys, we, we tried Discord. And that, I don't even know what Slack is. <laughs> He's wearing shorts. <laughs> I, what the hell? Had like <laughs> singular thing. I'll show. I'll show you. I. I don't. If it weren't for a room to improv, I wouldn't know what a Slack is. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I would. Lewis is a know slacker. It. Does that count? I got a slack right here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, oh, 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 oh. Uh, where were we? I don't know. But um, yeah, we kind of uh, people ask for uh, it, it. It is really a support. People ask uh, you know, act, acting questions. We kind of um, uh, get each other. Th- we've got each other through the the, the pandemic, for sure. like uh, with through the slack and just being being able to chat. I guess one of the hardest things, at least. Um, uh, by my count, is um, is uh, right now even like before the pandemic is kind of um, because we're independent. You know, we all um, everything relies on us. We have nobody to back us up. So if we don't make enough money to pay rent, you yeah, know, it comes out of our pockets. It comes out of our pockets and stuff. But other than that, um, it's uh, it's been great. You know. Yeah, and I agree with Earl, especially the community aspect of of the group. Right. Like all of us come from different backgrounds right and and have taken classes in different like um improv, improv schools. schools so it's a different schools of thought yeah and that and we all come together share bounce ideas off each other and create together and i i mean i'm not too familiar with a lot of other asian american improv troops like us who do that same thing mm-hmm. and who are also as close as we are i think right. One reason we work so well together is the trust factor, and we wouldn't have that this trust if we didn't feel like we were part of a family. <laughs> right. And 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 I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. And it and this it, it, the sense of family encompasses the whole like generationally, like as far as the beginning of Room to Improv in its infancy to where right. it is now. We've always had this sense of closeness, this family, this you know. Um, yeah, it, I know it's a little cheesy, right? No, but I think it's a real thing because, like, I, you know, I talk to other, there's, like, two other, yeah, there's yeah. two other groups of there's Filipinos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, of Asians, even. There's two other groups of Asian comedy. There's Asian AF mm-hmm. and there's Cold Tofu. And uh, right now, anyway, because, like, all the sketch groups are gone. Um, oh. uh, but, because there used to be a whole bunch, right. like, ten years ago. There was uh, Mind or SketchComedyShow.com. There mm-hmm. was uh, Opening People's Minds, OPM. There's uh, 18 Mighty Mountain Warriors. There was... Yeah, it is. Somebody took it on. Yeah, but if you're saying they're dead, maybe we think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they ended, I think, uh, 2009 or so. So, um, I mean, there were a lot. There were a lot of them. And, um, I mean, Stir Friday Nights is still around. And... Um, I can't think of the other one, but like is half the fun creating a cool name. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, yeah, it absolutely a is. A catchy yeah. name. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like the first time I saw your guys' name on one of the things, I was like, it's clever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, Elvin. 
He's clever. He's, yeah. clever. he's a clever, clever guy. guy. He's a clever guy. I met him. He like uh, he was like forty five years older. He's kind of like Benjamin Button, except uh, uh, he yeah. doesn't move in one direction. Yeah, he but just kind of like aging. He was uh, uh, lightening up, like he was taking Escanol. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah, Escanol. Gallons of. It wasn't working. No. But it's kind of, well, going back, just to rein it back in, um, I wanted, I I just wanted to include that even being part of it a long time ago, like, it it just, you just feel like you're coming home. And I was so lucky to be accepted back, um, even with these new people who are all, Oh, who are so challenging, but in a good way, you know. It's oh. not like and they're not cha- like they're not like challenge. No, but yeah, Lewis is very challenging. I mean, Lewis is a different kind of challenging. But it, I think being in the group now with the people who are in it right now, it's just it. It's like a blessing because I get to learn from like different people and collaborate, and I don't know. It's just one big like. I don't know, like one big group hug every time. <laughs> I've always wondered, you used to talk about like having practices before. Mm-hmm. Like um, when you guys do a practice, like do you play similar games to what you guys are doing like on the show? And if you guys do that, do you ever rehash ideas that you did in your practice or is it brand new stuff? Um, question, dude. So yeah, <clears throat> what a lot of people ask this yeah. <laughs> actually. And what uh, a practice consists of is you practice the kind of the fundamentals of improv and not uh we do also do the games like uh we'll come up with a set list before a show and uh we'll work on um finding the uh uh finding kind of the little nuances of each game and uh how to make it work uh consistently and um but there's also practice of the fundamentals of improv Mm -hmm. the whole yes and space work and like um uh, always like moving a scene forward and always adding something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we work on that stuff. As far as like rehashing stuff, I don't recall ever consciously like rehashing something. And that's just because like when at least when I'm ever whenever I'm in an improv scene and uh, something happens, uh, it's so spontaneous. And as soon as it happens, it's gone from my head. So yeah. like it's I don't retain any of it some of us do i know chris remembers like a lot of like what happens during scenes and i don't at all so (laughs) it's gone yeah which is why we have game tape which is great oh yeah we have game tape (laughs) like football like we watch our shows to see you know and we drink and we drink and we (laughs) laugh at ourselves and we see what works and what doesn't and how we can change up a game especially if it's a game that we invented right you know how do we make it better Things yeah. like, yeah, uh, calling, things like, mm, yeah. like that. We rehearse that, too. So calling, like, hosting is a completely different skill than, like, being in, in a scene improvising. It's it's more akin to, like, um, uh, being the uh, the ringleader at a circus as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, playing whose line is it anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. All right, uh, last question about Rooms Improv. Uh, as the art director in, you know, yes, second season, but we'll call you OG, where do you guys... We obviously you shared what's happened in this last year. What's your vision for Room to Improv, and where do you want it to go in the um, next year, in the next few years, all that good stuff? 
You know, uh, as when I first took over as artistic director, I really I, I had these big old dreams. I want to do this thing. We're going to start teaching, and we're going to open a school, and we're going to own a theater. <laughs> uh, but like practically, you guys pantomime too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do this. And then we're going to do it all. Do we're going to do sketch? We're going to write and and produce videos. This whole thing. Uh, at the end of the day, sitting down and just like. Um, Kind of realizing what I we had to work with and how much time everybody had to devote, um, I was just like, you know, let's just put on a good show, and that should be enough, and uh, and it is enough. It'll be enough. So that is kind of just my goal to maintain this space where people can, um, you know, kind of get their teeth, cut their teeth at improv, which is like what it's what's. It's what Room to Improv was for me. It's a space for me to cut my teeth at, like, being in the industry and uh, sharpening my skills in a relatively safe space. So, um, it's it's not really safe because people... (laughs) (laughs) People will let you know when you're not funny. So, um... (laughs) But but not really. (laughs) (laughs) They just won't laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lose those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... It's bitter now. (laughs) I mean, at this point, really, I just want to be in front of a, a, a live audience again in a right, theater. Right, right. Getting suggestions, you know? I I don't want... I We don't need a big thing. We don't need to, like, go on tour or, like, do college shows or whatever we thought about, you know, back in the day. But right now, I just want to see people and play in front of people yeah. and collaborate with my fellow improvisers. That first show back is going to be hype. I'm going to cry! <laughs> I know. It's going to be crazy! <laughs> It, we should just be call it that. We should be called like <laughs> Room to Improv 2021 Cry Fest. Cry, <laughs> we cry, yeah. we cry. You no. <laughs> just half an hour. I'm so glad you're here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. The fact that you guys will choose for the day is crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Remember, it's ten dollars at the door, cash only. <laughs> <laughs> Buy our t-shirts. <laughs> no, buy our t-shirts. Which, interestingly enough, is the reason. Why Lewis didn't go to your show? It was cash only. We actually <laughs> took, uh, we started taking Venmo. So. <laughs> oh, oh, well, next time. Yeah. My, my wife gladly does that stuff. So, <laughs> yep, she'll she'll Venmo you over. But then when you when she Venmos you, she Venmos her real name, and then you remember what it is. And, and we, then everybody has a good laugh. And then we laugh. <laughs> He's like, wait a second, Nini's not your actual name. <laughs> I can't say her name. <laughs> I can say her name. I was like, that's our word. <laughs> Such a Filipino thing. <laughs> to not use your real Speaking name. Speaking of Filipino, thank you for the awesome segue. We actually brought Earl on because <laughs> of his recent uh, voice acting work on one of the biggest... Uh, most talked about uh, new Netflix animated TV shows, Trece. Yay. So again, I mean, yes, it's it's. Uh, you told me in the ride over here that it's been a year and a half coming. You right. you you recorded these lines a year and a half ago. But congratulations, dude! Uh, getting being part of one of yeah. I mean, maybe it's just our little niche uh, corner of the world, but a lot of great praise, a lot of positive word about Trece. So congratulations on that again, Thank dude. Thank you. Um, so let's get right into it. We wanted to talk about the show itself, but before we get there, um, how was the process for you as a voice actor getting this part on this show that, in 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 you know, in retrospect, you know, might might not have been like the biggest thing. It's not like somebody is turning Superman or, or Spider Man into right, into right. into uh, into an anime show. But you know, how mm-hmm. was it for you? It was. Um 
it's honestly a dream come true, you know. Uh, getting into voiceover in itself is uh, is already kind of tough, and I was able to, um, you know, shit. Sorry, I have an audition tomorrow. Um, <laughs> oh my uh, god! Wow. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you know. I put that on the universe, and the universe answered back. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, when you get the part, you look back at this and be like, that's the moment he got it. Bam! But I actually brought out my phone because, like, um, how it happened was um, Eric Bowser. If you y'all know Eric, he is the voice of um, Bugs Bunny, oh, um, Marvin the Martian, a Filipino-Canadian. And... Um, I actually met him because we did an episode of This Filipino American Life, which is another podcast, Philan podcast. Uh, and I know them. Yes. They do. And, um... He... Hey, my name is Lenny Burke. Oh. Wait, why would What's you say that? Like, like, that sounds awkward, man. I know, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the, way they came, the way Lewis's face came out. I know them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No. No, they, they used to share Bibles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you now? Um, but I, gosh, I can't find it. But like, Eric Bowser hits me up over uh, Instagram and he's like, hey, dude, I just got out of this recording session. He asked if I knew anybody. It's about a Filipino superhero um, uh, and uh, Filipino folklore. He's like, I threw in your name and they should be calling you shortly. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. Thank you so much, man. And uh, so the casting director, Wes Gleason, he hit me up afterwards. And, um, you know, pretty soon after that, sent me a whole bunch of audition signs, sides, asked me to send in whatever I wanted, to, like uh, four or five auditions. So I sent in five of them. Uh, they got back to me a little bit later. And and uh, Wes emailed me. He's like, hey, we're ready to send an offer. Um, uh, so I was looking for an agent at the time. And um, I, I was able to use that booking basically to like shop for a voiceover agent. So I uh, eventually ended up at Dean Panero Talent. Panero, Dean Panero Talent. Uh, they've been handling this for me, and um, <clears throat> they uh, they sent the the offer over to them, and were like, "Yeah, they're going to cast you in these two roles." And I was like, "Sweet!" So I mean, that's how the booking happened. But they uh, brought it. They um, booked me in on on. Uh, uh, recording session back in summer of 2019, so I guess two years now. Damn. Jeez, yeah. and um, it happened to be the same day that we roomed improv were going on retreat, so <laughs> um, I had to leave a little later because of my recording session. But w we did it. Um, I recorded those lines <clears throat> for that you saw, you know, D General Villar and for the Tamarau spirit, and um, uh, but. Six months ago, we went in for uh, ADR and reshoots, basically, um, uh, to, to, now that the animation had been finished, we had to go over the rewrites, so I did the rest of the voices for that, and, um, and now it's out. Um, six months later, yeah, we're here. <laughs> So uh, how does it feel, dude? It's crazy, man. I mean, it's 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 pretty. It's still really surreal because again, this is like my first like pre-lay animation. Basically, where like I, they recorded the the sound first and then animated to us, oh, as opposed okay. to like dubbing. You know, yeah, like that's when what I kind of figured you guys were going. For. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Like you know, usually like for anime and stuff, like it's uh, it's done originally in Japanese, and then like you, do, you, you they dub it in English afterwards. Um, this time around, it was us, like the English cast was um, the original, and then everything else was to be dubbed. So 
it was it's it's surreal it's exciting um i just remember like when um when eric said um that he put my name in and west sent me the sides and i i read i did research about trece then and i was like, oh my god I'd never wanted like uh, to book something as much as I did this, so I was super happy to be able to work it. And now that it's here, I'm like, it's I'm 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 excited. I'm super ecstatic, and uh, to know that it's doing well globally is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, speaking of globally, any challenges to that? I guess uh, I was watching the uh, on, on Netflix. They have the uh, Tres After Dark special series. Right, 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 right. So I guess one of the fun logistics fun uh, logistics <laughs> of it is like, yeah, it's one of those unique shows that is in Tagalog, in English, and right. a few other languages as well. So did you see any of those challenges while you were recording, or is that something that only the producers had to see? I, I feel like that's something that. Um well, yeah, like Jay and Tanya and them, they had to. That was something they took care of. Um, I, I, even in my stuff, all my lines were basically in English, if I can remember. I, I don't even think I had a Tagalog word in any of mine. Trece, that's like Alejandra. I know. I think that was it. I didn't have to say. I didn't have to say a babaylan mandirigma or like oh, yeah. any of that stuff. You obviously that practiced is, it, so good. Yeah. Not <laughs> even as the spirit, the the first. I spirit. said lakan. That's the only thing I oh, said. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I agree with lakan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it sounds just like the TV show. <laughs> it's like, I'm How did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> as do I. That's it. But the, uh, besides that, it was. Um, I just had to worry about uh, acting mm-hmm. and uh, my accent. I guess too. So, uh, and even then, we had you know uh, Tanya was uh, coming in over Zoom to kind of um, audit our accents to make sure they they sounded correct, <laughs> decent, I guess. But um, yeah, it was it was a cool process. Cool process. That's great. Well, it, um, I can't speak on everybody's behalf yet, but I. Love the show. Great Thanks, work. Thanks, man. Um, so actually, if that's okay with you, let's segue into the show itself. Yeah. Like, uh, I, think I, just, I had one question for Earl that I've been meaning to. Yeah, dude. So, and, and you kind of mentioned... I'm excited. No, I'm not, actually. No, you were, you were just talking about auditing. Um, <laughs> one thing that I noticed that... Um, that 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 kind of took me uh kind of uh, took me aback was uh, was their intention like w- did they intentionally make you guys have like a tagalog accent with your english i guess because i've i've seen some of the names there and i've heard them talk and right. like that's not how they would and then and and, it, and at times it, it wasn't even it wasn't even a change of pitch. It wasn't a change of, you know, your your your. It 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 was almost. It was intentionally. Let's make it sound almost. Taglish. A taglish type thing. Was that intentional or? I think there was some intent behind that because, like, I remember when I got the auditions, um, uh, they were looking for a slight accent or a Manila accent, one of the two, and um, uh, so I was like, okay, I could I could do that, <laughs> and um. Um, I'm not sure. You could do that, but some of your co- castmates could not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as someone like you know, right. all, all of us here have been raised with parents who English is not maybe their third language. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, maybe yeah, their yeah. third. Like you know, and so when they speak English and they have that distinct accent, we can kind of tell, you know. Right, absolutely. And then so when people are trying a little too hard, that's when you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But there are some voices where you're like, 
Oh, he can also do like a like yeah. Uh, definitely, action. definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I'm uh, still weirded out in the fact that uh, the Taco Bell Chihuahua got so many parts. <laughs> was it Carlos? Oh, El- I was Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Like, I was like, and then I ha- I literally had to be like, is somewhere down the line? I was like, no, he's still Sergeant Garcia from. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I buy it. I thought it was good. It wasn't that bad. It was better than Compared- someone else. Yeah. Like, I was like, at least he's trying. You know yeah. who I was like really impressed by was Steve Bloom at uh, he was Talag oh, Yes. Okay. Yeah. He he he's he's a white he's Spike Spiegel in freaking Cowboy Bebop, right? <laughs> and he, and he's he, he's sitting here whenever he has, says a Tagalog word, I'm like. That's better than mine, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Really like what? Good. He said. He said. You know. Uh, he he had all the hard. I mean, he had Babaylan, Mandeligma, he had Talag Busao, he had um, um, a, a couple of other ones, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 you, you, it's like you're professional or something. <laughs> but yeah, I was. I was. Just, I was pretty impressed. That's true. He had to, he had to do a lot of exposition in that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. of <laughs> so much. <laughs> a lot, a lot of you, right? Way too much. <laughs> this is my. This is where I kind of like to go with that. Is as a Filipino American mm-hmm. voiceover actor and seeing that there's like a lot of people who may not have gotten their chance. Right. Do you think that they were kind of offended that they would have gone with, it, like more experienced voice actors, or is is it literally just like. I understand why I didn't get it because they're more experienced, but like at the same time, I don't know. I because uh, honestly, I don't know what the logistics were behind all of that. Like I don't know who got to turn in an audition or anything. So um, maybe I should ask. I should ask if anybody else got to like turn in stuff. Like I only know that I did, and well, actually, all that matters. yeah, <laughs> nobody else I know. There were so many people that like I learned that were work. Uh, learned of working on the project in the course of working on it. Like Leslie Ann, who is another Room to Improv alum, um, she worked on it. Um, Rodney Toe, who I had met through mm-hmm. like uh, through the sketch circuit. Dee Dee Magno Hall, who I met this past uh, Saturday. Um, John John Briones, another like Broadway mainstay. Yeah. Darren Chris, all those guys. Like I, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. I just heard about these things, kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> See, where Dennis is more impressed that you met Didi Magno Hall. I'm. Like, I would love to take Lou Diamond Phillips to my house and be like, "This is where your brother yelled Richie, bro." <laughs> yeah. You, you can see it from here. That's right. I'll always bring the fact back that in La Bamba, I see Morales yelled Richie in front of my house. Behind my house. Behind my house. That's dope, dude. That's dope. That's so cool. Oh, uh, that movie was like a. That was like a. That was a milestone in my life. I was like. <laughs> Harold always cries hey, during, during the, that the movie. plane crash, or is it? No, <laughs> 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 it's the day the music died, man. It's, it's a big day. It was a big day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, I I I don't know who actually auditioned for it, and I don't know what their process was. So I I don't know. I can't really speak to that. I could ask people. I, honestly, it's like there. Even though um, there's still maybe I can think of like twenty, thirty Filipino Phil Ammon, Phil Canadian voice actors um, that I know of. So it's still a rather short list. But um, 
I'm guessing they just uh, a lot of times when you have casting, especially like on the voiceover, um, uh, in the voiceover world, these casting directors know like a whole lot of people, but they still need help like finding people of a specific demographic. So I'm guessing that's also that also plays into it. They probably tapped all the people that they knew, and that's why they asked. They even asked uh, Bowser if he knew anybody, and I got, I even came up. So I'm lucky in that, but um, I think that. Um, that's just, like, I know there are more Filipino, like, Phil M productions in process right now. I can think of two or three that are coming out soon. Did and, you spoil any of them? Uh, no. Exclusive? No, no. <laughs> dark, I don't think I can talk about any of them. <laughs> Have another um, beer. <laughs> I, I know I'm not involved with any of them. I just know people that have booked stuff oh, on these. Interesting. So, um... <laughs> Uh, for them. Right. right. <laughs> Captain Barbo the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Barbalaco. Um, but um, I, I guess my point is like, so if you're you're a Phil M voice actor or Phil Canadian voice actor, just you got to get yourself out there. You got to like, um, and I know people are have been getting themselves out there, but like, meet as many people as you can, and like, um, um. Maybe you'll meet the the person that's the next the person that's developing the next thing that you're perfect for, basically. So. Well, that's why Lewis invited you because he's trying to go for, <laughs> the, the, like this, he thinks his voice is like very unique. This, go, this government job's not working out for me, man. <laughs> my, my inner artist needs an out. It's crying. It's, it's crying to I the I don't stars. have the face for the camera, but I feel <laughs> no. like I have the voice. Like I can see like a, like a rat, you know, like, <laughs> oh like a like a, a bureaucrat, <laughs> like a kangaroo rat, more or like a, or like a ratatouille kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like you know Remy's brother in Ratatouille. It could be his understudy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> With the next Australian uh, production, it could be a wallaby. Are there productions? There probably will be. Uh, yeah, now. we, we have. Sure, man. There's yeah. a, there, there there's a uh, there's a population out there. I mean, uh, if you've watched uh, Mythic Quest, Poppy, the uh, she's she's Phil Australian, and then um, I have the guy who worked on. Uh, uh, one of the guys who worked on Lumpia with Vengeance, our DP, he's uh, Phil Canadian as well. I mean, Phil um, Australian. So there's a there's definitely a uh, a, a population out there. Yep. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, like Thor. <laughs> yeah, like Thor. Yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, okay. <laughs> oh, so did we want to go into the? Oh, sorry. Our thoughts of Tessa, uh, the animated show itself. I think everybody's here had a chance to binge all six. Seven, yeah, six. Six episodes. Of the series, uh, my wife and I sat down, got it, we went through it real nice. quick. It was super easy to do because we thought it was really good. It was a really good watch. Um, I thought, uh, are you guys okay if we do yeah. a review? Cool. I don't know. Are you able to? Well, I, I, I just five. pointed at Earl, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just so for the, this is not a video podcast. I, I don't know what's the. Uh, I can talk about it. I just you know I can. I'm, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I think what this is going with is are you non-plussed or non-biased throughout your own, you know, work of art? I mean, uh, I. I have a lot of practice talking about the projects that I've worked on. Oh, yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's just go around the table then and just give our uh, our thoughts of the show itself um, and then kind of go from there. Oh, sounds good. Anybody want to go first? Kurja. I want to just start with, um, and this is, I feel like I'm always no, no, talking. No, no, as you're doing this, 
Okay. No, I'm joking. Oh, oh <laughs> wheel of accent. I was gonna do the wheel of accent. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. no. Um, Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> do it for me. Do it for the next person. Oh, I was gonna do it. Okay. Sharon Osbourne? Okay. Oh, I always thought that. No, I can't. Do it. I can't do it. I need to. I need a prank. I need to hear. No. Okay. Sorry. Um, I always look at um, in addition to the story and characters, um, one of my main one of the main things that I look at. Uh, is the art direction and I and, and I remember watching it well uh, I watched it with Earl a couple episodes w- with Earl and I mentioned the art direction and how it really looked like uh, the art direction was just spot on it was the Philippines the Philippines that I remember it I remember there's like a little jolly bee bee in one of the buildings the the walls in that you know that separate the villages right that that those were there and they're like specific like the architecture is so specific to you know um oh well, i was i've only been around manila really as an adult so i can remember it so a lot of the houses were you know familiar to me and i love seeing that not only in you know an animated form but on a show on Netflix for the world to see, right? Um, yeah. I, I, does anyone else want to talk about other things? Because I can just talk about art direction a um, lot. It, well, <laughs> I, I'm going to jump in real quick yeah. and, and then and let you go back to it. Um, I've actually heard a couple people talk about how specifically is where they're like, oh, yeah, that 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 is where my aunt like lives. Oh, like see? like like uh, that's how specific it is. What's what's cool about it is it, it is a fictionalized version of. Of the Philippines, of Manila, you know, because like I was sitting there, I, I kept on whispering to my wife, needs to be dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these chairs were way too clean. <laughs> I mean, it was I a place that's in, in the, the yeah, it took place in the dark mostly. Uh, so yeah. uh, there needs to be more uh, trash. <laughs> that, that was my only complaint. I was like, uh, you know, it's funny. This, this, the, since Chris brought this up, the one thing that I could say was pretty damn accurate was what the uh, ABS-CBN uh, studio. The ABS-CBN. I was. I actually went to the studio when I was a teenager. Oh, they, Ganyan! They, they invited us to a oh, like no. a. They invited us to their to their gala, and no one told us that we were being invited to a classy thing. I was wearing short shorts and a Jolly Bee jacket. As as one would. As you know. <laughs> right. yeah, it's hot. When everyone was like, "Oh, we're going <laughs> to the studio," to and we're American, and we get in there and they're wearing tuxedos, not even barongs. They're wearing tuxedos and full-on like Filipiniana dresses. And oh our, man! And our yeah. it is our, it is our raggedy dance group comes in like tank tops, <laughs> like you know. Jolly. Nobody had nobody had closed-toed shoes, and I know that's a I know that's a weird t- term that not a lot of people use, but we're Filipino and like. You don't have think, better shoes. Yeah. You don't have. Who's your like, tennis shoes? I can't even get a tenacious. Like it was like a dream. <laughs> I was wearing flip-flops, and we went there, and it was like super classy. They're like, this is the launch of our satellite, and then so they're showing us the whole studio. So when they when they launched the satellite, holy crap! Yeah, I don't know what was going on in the Philippines during that time. Because Philippine interference. Yeah, I got some weird stories there. Thank thank you, Harold. That was very informative or informative as uh, (laughs) informative (laughs) as they would always say. When they were showing like the the, like the surrounding area of the of the TV the TV station, I was like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> and then the whole flashback of me wearing the Jollibee jacket. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, 
Uh, it's great, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, because So uh, I want to actually give a personal shout out to the art director of the show, Jojo Aguilar, who is actually my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to you, Joe. You Joe. know him. <laughs> so yeah. I want to say good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag him on here. But yeah, so it's funny because I was telling Earl on the drive here uh, Wait, when you were recording, huh? <laughs> we, we were, you know, we, we were driving here. Uh, we, we, you brought up the fact that you did the voice work uh, a, a year and a half ago and whatnot. Uh, it's funny because, like, uh, a, a few years ago, uh, my yeah. wife and her family, we all went to the Philippines for their parents' 50th anniversary, and JoJo took the chance to use it as a family vacation as well as a business vacation. <laughs> Jay Oliva and a few other uh, of the producers t- uh, went along. Right. They flew first class. We flew. Uh, we flew. Familia class or whatever. Right. We were in the back squeezing with each other. But yeah, it's funny because like when you bring up the fact that like, oh, there's that view from there, and like my wife and I were watching. I was like, that's the view from outside Mama's house. Oh, <laughs> and then it was like, uh. there's one cue that both my wife and all four, uh, all four, all, all both my boys and my wife were, were couldn't help but notice. But there's a there is a uh, skyscraper with a I swear it's a permanent freaking uh uh, uh, uh shoot what do you call that thing um construction crane. That oh. has never, that has, I met them 10 years ago or, or 15 years ago when I proposed to my wife and 15 years later it's still there I was like that thing is still being constructed I swear to god it's never going to get finished so yeah shout out to, uh, to Jojo uh, great job uh, awesome job yeah so yeah shout out to him and his whole, his whole team I know it's logistically it was a nightmare uh, but yeah, great job uh, for for that. Yeah, I agree. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, but I'm with Dennis too, though. Like, I needed to smell the scene. Like, if you see mm. the the back alley, do you like, need mm. to smell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, ironically, just for me, pee in your hands. Wait. Why would you not? So Hold you on. You get the smell. I know. Mm. It was you, you don't taste it, Louis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cut that part out. <laughs> As usual, it stays in. But for me, it was kind of easy to do the smell of the show because someone was burning trash in my backyard. (laughs) Richie! That's what he's been doing. (laughs) Bet they're crying. (laughs) And he's with all of us. He's with my life. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, Chris, uh, yeah, sorry, anybody, anybody else's thoughts of, uh, of the show? Sorry. I just, for me, it's just always, like, anytime we see any kind of representation, because our version of representation is so minuscule and, like, right. pop culture, like, non-existent, like, almost. We, we were able to do, like, our own favorite version, and we can, can almost pretty much count them on your hand. Like, having a whole show dedicated to not only our culture, but, like, produced or created by... Filipinos, you know, acted by a good majority of Filipinos. That's always fun. And then having to see the fact that uh, mm. stories and myths that my uh, grandma used to tell me about, like, projected onto a screen and be like, oh, you can, like, kind of, you know, you can, like, uh, before, you would just hear the stories and you never would able to be put, putting pictures to stories until I got a, a Myths and Legends book in Baguio, like, 20 years ago. And I was like, okay, that's kind of how I kind of pictured it in my head, but... You know, this is a little bit more artistic here, and then now fully fledged out, them being animated. That's kind of an like an exciting thing to see. So, hooray for us being represented. I mean, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> we are the biggest, you know, population of Asians in this country, and we get a finally get a show. <laughs> right. so like you know, let's keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. We had like one episode on Grimm. 
Oh yeah, there was, was like, an uh, Aswang episode. Yes, there was an Aswang episode on Grimm, and I recorded it, and I showed it to the whole family, and that was it. So you're right. Age. Like you can count on one hand how many times like Filipino culture actually represents or you know shows up on TV properly. It's exciting. I mean, like, um, I, 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 I we were talking. They had a Q and A. Um, Cinema Sala and like uh, Diaspora and um, uh, Cape, they put together a Q and A with like uh, with Jay and and, um, and Tanya and them and uh, Mick, and some you know the writers and everything, the the creative crew, and um, they were talking and um, uh, they brought me up afterwards and I was just like you know I. Um, it was amazing. I felt like really emotional watching all this stuff, all these stories that I grew up with. Like, you know, how many, I, I, I don't know if I can, I guess I can't speak to everybody's uh, experience, but uh, as a kid, I was always taught about the Aswang and uh, uh, Duende and uh, uh, and um, the Mumu, you know, <laughs> and, and it was always to keep us in line. And um, that was kind of uh, it, it's kind of awesome <laughs> to see that reflected on a global uh, platform um, uh, to where you know people that uh, live an entire world over people who have never been exposed to these stories or these characters or creatures um, uh, is uh, are going to get excited about it and kind of kind of just understand where we're coming from a little it's it's a it's a big thing and uh, to be involved with it is just uh, it's it's kind of a dream come true so. It's awesome. It's funny, you know, um, looking at people's comments, you know, they talk about um, discovering the Philippines, discovering the mythology. Uh, The funny part is for me and my wife, we looked at each other, we're like... This is not mythology for us. This is right, 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 this right. Is, this is reality. Like growing up in the Philippines, all of these things that Teresa talked about, these were not mythological uh, uh, specters for me. To this day, in America, age forty something, forty five. Oh crap! Forty four. Turning forty four. Forty four. Forty four. I know we can have turning forty five. Um, to this day, I kid you not, I still say tabi tabi po nakikirampo every single time. Do you really? I still okay. do. I like, still do. Just like yeah, just it's it. You know, if you were born in the Philippines, yeah. grew up in the Philippines, like um, er, like the 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 Chanak episode. Oh yeah, um, dude. Oh. There are there are days there were days in the Philippines when I would I would be walking home I would hear a baby crying I would be pissing my <laughs> pants off and I would just like be running you're like oh hell no it's it, it, like you wouldn't piss on the trees right or or nor my hands <laughs> <laughs> because you don't the smell you, is there. yeah you, right. the smells there already and, and so I I think that's the, the for me that was the coolest part is um for the most part they they um they they kept true to the uh, the mythology, uh, quote unquote, um, to, to the point where, uh, like, some of my biggest complaints, like, you know, I've seen them before. That's not what they look like. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like, like, I kid you not. I told my, I told my, my wife, uh, I've seen what a Nuno Sabonso looks like. Uh, that's not what it looks like. Way off. <laughs> way off. Way, way off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Actually. Actually. Oh. In according to you know, I was taking Tobin's spirit guy. The Tikmalong doesn't look like that. You know what's funny? Like um, we've already established that I've known Dennis for pretty much more than three quarters of my goddamn it, three quarters of my life, right? And my grandma would tell me a lot of these different myths, but she would always stick to the main basic ones. And there would be a lot of nights where during our dance practices, it would just be me and Dennis driving in the dark, and he would decide to like 
tell me these stories. <laughs> for fun. For yeah. fun. Like, I only know about the white lady stuff because of his version of it, which is the funniest version of it. So when I was watching the thing, I was like, oh, is she going to, like, you know, do the joke where the guy's going too fast? And that's such a bad telling of that story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But then and then he said, goody goo goo. Then it's his version of someone, yeah, yeah I'm, this is going to be fifth handed. But the fact that Dennis here, who is a first generation in this country, like, was able to tell this story, like, these kind of stories to me, who's, like, uh, you know, just moving into, the, like, was born here. So, like, even if my family wasn't telling me some of these things, my friends eventually ended up telling me some things. <laughs> so, like, that kind of storytelling, the fact that your friends can tell you now we don't even need your friends to tell you anymore mm-hmm. there's like actual physical representation of it mm-hmm. that's kind of a fun thing for our culture like yeah you know, I think yeah so. it might not be completely accurate to how we always think of things but yeah. interpretations can always be you know different for every kind of thing so it's like kind of fun just to see you know uh, to continue the, the the kind of mythology for future generations um, I think there's uh, I, I, I was reading just to jump on uh, something that Dennis said um, there was something I was go, I, I was on the subreddit so on the Teresa subreddit and there was uh, I think I yeah, yeah it's our Teresa <laughs> and uh, there, a lot of people are talking about our Philippines as well but like um, there was somebody posted and they were talking about I think they're American they're saying um, I I, I it was, it was a lot of fun, but I think it was weird how, um, uh, especially in the uh, the white lady on Balete Drive, how there were just bystanders, and they were just kind of just looking there like, oh, what's happening? Instead of freaking out that there was a freaking <laughs> ghost. And I was like, well, you don't know the Philippines, do you? <laughs> it's like, and everybody kind of was just jumping up. That's kind of like a daily thing. People treat this, you know, it's, this is real to people there. Yeah. So uh, if you see the white ladies, it's like, oh, shit, it's a white lady. It's not uh, like, I can't believe this is here. It's like, yeah, I, that's just how things are. So um, one thing that I kind of want to bring about, and I, I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity um, for those people who are listening to this. If you if your only experience with Trece is the comic book, which is great. Um, I, you really need to pick up a copy somewhere of the original comic books, because if you've never or you've never read it. Um, I'm I'm gonna be that fanboy going. Mm-hmm. Um, you should read the. You should see the original content because um, they they did. And I'm I'm guessing it's has to do with, you know, um, trying to, uh, you know, trying to get, since you're only budgeted certain amount of episodes, you right. want you want to try to push it and get everybody as interested as you can so that you can hopefully get another yeah. season another right. season because you know but because, like the, the very first episode i, I was kind of shocked like whoa they 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 combine like three different issues three different stories right. into one mm-hmm. oh and i was like oh man you know which is cool because it made the story move quicker um it made it a lot more exciting but what what's what what, what um what's uh, and and again why i'm one of those read the read the source material because um just that first episode if you um if you if you can ever if you if you can ever get um uh the um, the the issue it's just about the 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 white lady and the white lady actually has a huge like um a totally different like um storyline behind mm-hmm. her and what happens to her and 
you know, Trece and the Kambals are actually, it's something that it's a slow build to eventually you discover who the Kambals are and what, what their purpose is. And I, like after six episodes, I was like, whoa, I can't believe they re- went through and revealed so much in such a short amount of time. It's a lot. Yeah, which is great. And again, you know, I, right, and right. I'm hoping, like everybody's saying, you know, especially internationally, it seems like it's picking up uh, um, uh, steam, it's getting traction. So hopefully that means there's going to be something else. But at the same time, um, if you ever have an opportunity to pick up a copy of it, I know uh, they released the um, the graphic novels uh, the, uh, graphic novel version of it, um, and um, I uh, you know great source material. And even though I think it's a little truncated, I think I still think it's a great um, uh, rendition of the uh, the source material. So it's like kind of the opposite of like Japanese anime. Or you know how they elongate every like every season right. of yeah. Japanese anime is like forty episodes long, and it's like yeah, this is story should have been done about seven <laughs> episodes right. ago. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, totally. It's like Goku it's, shouldn't be like still yeah powering. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't like, transformed his yet. Hair is still the same. <laughs> I mean, how many setups? <laughs> I think oh, we're that, still on three thousand. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's actually, it's funny you bring that up, because I think that's also the best and kind of the only part that I wish they kind of expanded on is, you're, I, I, um, I'm on the flip side of that. I actually did not read any of the source material, but speaking of which, it is on Amazon Prime, so if you guys are, or not Prime, but it's on Amazon, I guess, if you, so if you want the digital copy, uh, support Bujitan and, uh, and Kujo, uh, Kajo? Kajo? Badissimo. Badissimo. Uh, buy the comic book. I will, after this. But um, what I, I love that the show jumped right into it. There wasn't like a slow introduction. Obviously, it, it, it happens throughout the course of the episode. But for me, I knew most of those monsters. But part of me, I love the feel that this is kind of like an animated Buffy, kind of like you like those kind right, of things. Right, right. But what I liked Constantine, about... Constantine, I hear right, that. Right, exactly. What I liked about those shows is that they really kind of expanded on like... Who are these monsters? Like, yeah, what I love, uh, I mean, okay, I keep putting you up on the pedestal, but great character design. But, um, you know, all these unique monsters looked, yeah, unique, looked different. But I would have loved to have been like, this is that guy. Or, you know, obviously, like, oh, the, the horse guy obviously runs fast. And the wind ghosts are wind ghosts. Right. But, like, give me some, uh, like, especially those those great, like, Fellowship of the Rings moments where there's, like, a, a bunch of them sitting at a table. It's like, who's that? What's that? Wait, who's right, that guy? Right, right. Who's sexy guy? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, give me more. Stupid sexy Aslan. Sexy Aslan. <laughs> so, like, I wish there, I mean, yeah, I'm with Dennis no. on this the one. The fan but... art? Yo. <laughs> But you're fan. sorry. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, like, I love the pacing of it in a sense. Like, I, I know, you know, we're all in a streaming society now where we can right. binge, like, six, eight episodes as most when we were, you know, we grew up on, like, yeah, again, Buffy had, like, two dozen episodes mm-hmm. a season, so you get to, like, really air out a lot of those uh, storylines and whatnot. So, I mean, it's good and it's bad, but I guess that's my that's my one critique, and I don't know if, it's obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a production choice or whatnot to, like, kind of really, yeah, bring all those stories into one to give you that punch and be, like, yeah. hook you in, and then hopefully, like, I'm sure everybody here is hoping for it. We get a season two. I yeah. hope so. That'd be great. I mean, yeah. the ending I kind know. of leads to that. Come on, Hopefully. season two. <laughs> Come on, rehire me. I know, like Pirates of Dark Water. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> Those are words I haven't heard together in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of the things in my head that, like, I, I wish for an end to Pirates of Darkwater. Um, but if anybody is planning to buy the books, I know we we're talking about getting the books. They're they're kind of like sold out everywhere, but they are still. Um, I heard they're still like available on Comicsology. 
um, digitally if you're looking for that. And um, I just got word yesterday that Archipelago Books in the Bay has a few copies coming in. So there's two versions that you should know about that will be that are available to you that are still being printed. There's one by Avenida Press, which is the Philippine version. It's a smaller form factor, and then there's one by Ablaze Press, which is the uh, the American distributor. So, uh, yeah, those should be floating around somewhere. You yeah. literally have your hand in every part of this. So good for you, dude. That's, that's, that's a lot of info. He's a dude. professional, guess, dude. My bad. Yeah, I'm like, as he comes prepared. I guess. I'm here, like, wait, who, what? <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. Just so, just so know you know, I have much. the uh, Philippine version. I, <laughs> <laughs> I only have the first apps, uh, uh, issue of uh, the Ablaze version, so I'm it's... hoping for more characters with uh, mixed names, you like, know, like the com- the combined names, like Jobert. Oh, oh, there we had uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Jobert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's the Junmar. I thought there was a Junmar somewhere. Yeah, At a certain point, there has to be baby. You know, <laughs> if you don't have baby, the... no dollies. <laughs> no people with double names yet? Jing Jing. Yeah. Jun Jun. <laughs> that, that's his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said that. We're not cutting <laughs> that out, Jing Jing. <laughs> I literally just pulled that out of somewhere. His mom and dad just what? Where is that boy? <laughs> why is he not eating Arascaldo? <laughs> Did he take off his knee sleeves? Come on. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, my grandma needed a nickname. His Harold was too complicated. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, his dad had um, uh, what do you call it? Earrings at one point. He was walking around. Ching ching, ching ching. Oh, that, that is my son. <laughs> See, I understand the Harold thing because my name's Earl, right? And when I was in college, I realized that my parents couldn't even say my name. <laughs> and I was like, Why did you name me this? Because my my mom and both my mom and my dad would leave voicemails on my uh, my answering machine. My answering machine. Yeah. Wow. It would be like, uh, uh, hello, this call is for Er. I was like, Er. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's my mom's voice. That's yeah. not me. Uh, no, it's uh, just the first. I think it's the first time they ever had to actually say it because I was out of the house uh, and nobody would understand if they asked for my Michael, which yeah. is. A, my, what, what if she was trying to figure out Er, 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 that's the Quan, Quan. I love, I love the sidebars. I love doing the sidebars. But over the weekend, I spent time with my family from my mom's side. Right. And I realized that we kept on calling my cousin Joy. Yeah. And her name is Joy. And then they go, oh, no, her name is Joyce. And I was like, her nickname is Joy? <laughs> because it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> by a sound. By a sound. It's shorter by a Joy. Same syllable. You have to say at the end, Joyce makes a second vowel. And then at the same I mean, time, so. At the same time, my other cousin was the only person at that whole party that called me Harold. And I was like, why? I was like, I know everybody else is, you know, from the Philippines, and you are too, but you keep calling me Harold. And she goes, oh, because it's your name on Facebook. So I can't remember your, real, your, your nickname, but I remember your name from Facebook. And I was like, we are second cousins, man. I was like, our parents are first cousins. Yesterday I was walking around with a uh, with change. You know the, the sound it made. Jing jing <laughs> jing jing. Sky. Come on, bro. <laughs> 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 you know, 
The other day I was watching Law and Order. You know how it started? Jing, jing, jing. Can you make fun of my sister's nickname? No. Oh, let's go over to Sister. No, no, no. No, no. That's all I got. That's all the improv I got. Thank you. Oh my god. Notice how he was quiet for, for the longest time. He was like, um, um, um. Oh, you know what's the worst part of the year for me, right? Why? Christmas time. Because of freaking two things. Jingle you don't have money. Hark the Herald Angels sing. Hark the Herald Angels sing. It has to be the Philippines. Hark the Herald. But in the Philippines, Hark the Herald. Hark the Herald. That song was for you? I was like, am I an angel? For him, it's Jesus and then Jing Jing. Same level, right? Right. No, 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 no. I, I went lower, just so you know. No, 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 no. Not that far. <laughs> Harold joined the choir just to see the note. Like, what? <laughs> no, that is Harold. <laughs> That's not how you spell my name. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I quit choir. And, and, and Harold did not <laughs> join join the choir for that. He wanted to play with bells. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I always hey. love bell choir. <laughs> was the bell choir not the coolest? It thing? was the. It was the coolest. It was the coolest. It was the coolest. I'll give you that. Private school, baby. I went to same school. <laughs> St. Jen's. Hey, woot woot. I'm a public school guy. Louis, you went to LaSalle. I know. You cannot say That's you were a private school. Sound is so so familiar because all his lasolites sound like that. Like, hello. Did you call yourself lasolites? Yes. Dude, that's our name. Is that the name? Yes, yes, it is. No, it's not. It, it, it's it's lasolites. Yeah. yeah. It was the drink that they have in uh, India. Stupid. Lassie. 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 Okay. <laughs> why don't we say the monster is already in an accent? That's why we gotta try to do but it in that accent. Why, you have to explain why, why am I doing uh, Italian yeah. shipping? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to explain why! It's your favorite... Uh, the, the favorite... Why? Is it as well? Okay, so what was the question because... What's <laughs> your favorite uh, monster or episode of, uh, of season one? Mm, okay. Well, um, I'll go first, and since I'm already doing Italian hands, I'm just kidding, I won't do it. Um, <laughs> I, I love nerdy Italian. It's me, Mario. Oh my god, Wario is a nerdy Mario? <laughs> Oh god! Oh, what's happening? Somebody needs to turn air conditioning on. Um, it would cost I, money, so he's not going to do it. Yeah, I, I, I put tape on the thermostat. <laughs> if my kids touch that thermostat, I swear to God. Eighty-seven. <laughs> With the cost of power? Come on. Um, my favorite episode will have to be, I guess, the the, uh, the Chanak episode. So, mm. if uh, if you don't know, it was uh, episode three. Where they introduce the Chanak, which is basically a baby monster, for, for, for lack of a, a better term. And I had an epiphany, dude, because I was writing this down when we were talking about, like, what's your favorite monster? I spelled out Chanak, T-Y-A-N-A-K, and I had a moment because 
Anak is child in Tagalog, right, right, right. and I looked at my voice. It's in the name. And she's it's like, in the name. And she literally looked at me like Harold's looking at me right. I was like, you dumbass. <laughs> it's a child, Anak. I know. She's, she looked at me like bit. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, to be fair, that's the look that uh, Lewis's wife gives him all a the time. A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing what now? Okay. Uh, so you're gonna be in a podcast? <laughs> I, I thought you had a life. This <laughs> <laughs> is her idea. <laughs> when we do an origin story episode, it'll be like the wives are sitting. Together. Origin, <laughs> origin, origin. Not an orgy story. Yes. Origin. That's right. I want to talk about that kind of story when it was you two, your two wives, and me. Yikes! Whoa! <laughs> I'm <there> by myself. <laughs> What was Harold doing? <laughs> we, we share it. I did Peeing in his hand. <laughs> and go, mmm. I still don't know why Lewis Creek went mm. Putting up to your nose. He actually did it with an Italian dancing. Mmm. You're right. Mmm. Alright, so yeah, the Shinakas, uh, creep, uh creepy babies are enough for me, but the, the show. I don't know. I, don't, I, I actually honestly don't know who did the character work for this one, but the fact that they had like spider legs coming out of the baby's back, right. like, oh, okay, thanks, but no thanks. And the <laughs> fact that it was actually one of the few episodes I, I guess I'll have to read uh, when it comes to it, but like the fact that the origin uh, ties in with the fact that like there's this sketchy woman who abandoned her child. Right. It's like, it was a layers of horrible horribleness. So, right. like, one of my favorite monsters, and yeah, one of my favorite episodes. You guys. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my favorite uh, episode of probably much any anime I've ever seen, uh, the Fast and Furious episode. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, because you know when when Dom became a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that it was Dom. It was the fact that it was Manny Jacinto that became Manny Jacinto as Dom. As I was like. This just has so many layers. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Trese drives a freaking skyline. Yeah, and I was like, so Trese is Paul Walker? <laughs> <laughs> and Jason from The Good Place is Vin Diesel? <laughs> and then the two girls on the side are left, and they was, you know. Yeah, right. I've seen so many, uh, obviously, watched a lot of Fast and the Furious movies. And one of the times I was in the Philippines, they had the whole, like, car culture thing in front of a TGI Fridays. <laughs> The TGI Fridays in uh, Manila, for some reason, in 1998, was popping. <laughs> and then there were like there was uh, scantily clad women posing on the cars, and they probably lived in the cars. But like it was, no. it, was, it, was it was awkward. Turns out <laughs> they were wind spirits. Yeah, 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 yeah the whole time. And I was like, and then the fact that the wind spirits went and. and did stuff with the twins. You're right, right. Such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, this has Wait, everything I want. We were the we were the trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're way older than you. Let's do this, guys. You're both wearing a happy mask today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the kumbal. Uh, I mean, I I I'll go then. Uh, I. Number one, Sexy Aswang. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Number two, Sexy Aswang. Number two. No, actually, Lewis... I, I think Sexy Aswang's name is Edward. <laughs> Edward Cullen? Oh, no, oh, I get it. Cullen. My line. Oh, <laughs> um, but re- no, I agree Edward with Lewis. My, my favorite was the Chanak too. Because those spider, spidery legs. Mm. Oh, I couldn't. That was That was creepy. 
but that but was I the only one that thought that the, it would have been creepier with just the babies because <laughs> ba- ba- at least babies in itself work already you, <laughs> you make the baby look monstrous that makes it like it, it like I don't know um, and because there was multiple babies at the end yeah where it just got kind of like I guess this is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the, for I me, the moment the, 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 the moment the the, the the arms came, I was like, hmm. Uh. <laughs> not not my chanak. Not without my chanak. <laughs> and the squelching flesh noise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, anytime Nuno came out, uh, came out, uh, that was my favorite. Uh, really angry with the way they they made him as a, like a minion of Talag Busao, and uh, really pissed off at the way that that turned out because he was my favorite. He was the man, and uh, the fact that you 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 had to hide the word chocnut on the but you knew with the rapper you know what it was, what it yeah. was. and uh, he he would do anything for that chocolate. Yeah. Well, was it surprising how well the uh, Philippine sewer system, sewage system was to him? <laughs> right, he was just connected. Though. He could get anywhere. Because oh, yeah. I've seen the sewage system in the Philippines. Not that good. Not that good. <laughs> I know. Have you ever ch- actually seen a, um, a manhole like cover? A manhole cover? Because yeah, I've, never se- I've never seen one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen steel in the ground. <laughs> Mainly because where I'm from, there's a lot of dirt. <laughs> Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I, w- I want to say that like when um oh when an Earl's episode that that's a good one <laughs> sorry for that. Like, no, it's all good well technically Earl was an um, was he a monster he was a he was a host he was, uh, he yeah. was a host of the uh, he was a shell <laughs> he was a shell that episode blew me away I told <laughs> I was I saw Earl and I was like dude what <laughs> I was watching. I was watching everybody watch, and I was like, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this to happen. <laughs> and two people literally, when it happened, did this. <gasps> did a turn and a it was gasp. Weird. Yeah, I was. I was about to text you actually that night. Like, really? What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, no, that could. <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, well, I mean, I had the script, but I thought. <laughs> But it ended. It was like, what? 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 I know. They didn't tell me what happened after it. Um, but w- w- when uh, Teresa pulls out the chalk nut, I don't know about y'all, but like, I immediately tasted it in my mouth. Yeah. Because like, it's such a unique taste. Like nothing else tastes like a chalk nut. Yeah. So it's like it's neither chalk <laughs> nor <laughs> nut. Yeah. It's all chalk. It's, 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 it's chalky.
But he was passed out under the table and he was still singing the song without, with a sign in his head. So shout out Mui, thank you for uh, inviting me to your wedding and getting me plastered and then having that song. <laughs> say what, say what. Um, but I, I'm going to agree with uh, Dennis that the uh, Nuno is my favorite. He's my favorite. It, it sucks. That, it does suck what happened at the end. But, um, God, it, what I thought it was a great character. And I thought uh, Eric killed it as a, as a Eric Bowser killed it as a character. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I love the I love the the way his character not was not just written, but the way one of the few like voice actors that I was like, dude, I love the way he like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you of course, but um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't have to say that. Um, yeah, but uh, definitely um, Nuno. Uh, again, I uh, hashtag save Nuno. Uh, I think like, yeah. there, there has... we need the Nuno backstory, like origin story. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. How does he keep that manhole cover so perfectly, like, like tilted? Right, cropped on. Is it? Is it? Is it when did the chocolate addiction start? Yeah. You know? Question, man. Yeah, how far will he go? I can do a bad joke about a '90s band and say, when was he? When did he become the guitarist for Extreme? <laughs> Nuno bitch in court. Oh jeez. <laughs> Wow. That's how happy we are, guys. <laughs> well, the, the fact that Courage didn't, didn't, she was gonna get it. That's didn't like, even like hesitate. <laughs> One out of five. That's how did this you know? Why well, I'm here? I have this a seat at the table. Here, yeah. <laughs> she technically has her own microphone. That's why Louis keeps stealing it from her. <laughs> hey, yeah. Louis. This is a hint, but I, I know. I was like, I like I was leaning that way. But here. but Lewis did do well in in the interview portion Yay. of this. Uh, um, I guess last question is again we're gonna put it out there in the universe so to make it a reality what monster or myth would you guys like to see in season two um, mm. I think uh, obviously the end of season one hinted at where no, no spoilers because I can oh you, you oh, read I, it I, I, I know right. I, I read until the, uh, the, the well technically I guess seven now right is there seven volumes out there there's seven volumes now yes well, I guess in, in your case, like, which one of the ones... I mean, yeah, let's not... I mean, it's like, you know, it's like ex- expecting what's going to happen in Game of Thrones if you've already read the books or whatnot. Hey, put it out there, dude. Um, so, yeah, what, uh, what monster or myth would you guys like to see uh, either come back or be or, or be introduced in Season 2? Well, I want Nuno back. Okay. Hashtag save Nuno. That <laughs> 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 This is the hill he's going to die on. The Dwayne the hill he's going to die on. <laughs> Um, respectfully, I'm not gonna answer that that, that answer because, because okay. there are there's the, the my favorite ones that I'm hoping that they're going to put season two oh, man, is so going excited. is going to like you're gonna be like oh, oh my god because there's interpret like so far they've gone pretty like I, I like the I like their interpretations of it where like the tikbalangs are are, are in like w- love speed. And so that's mm-hmm. what that's what he's doing. So that was a great interpretation. But there's going to be a classic. Uh, I, I'm not going to say monster, but classic. Somebody that everybody in the Philippines knows a character and their version of it. You're going to be like, Ooh, I can't, I can't believe they did that. The, oh when I read when I read it, it. it blew my mind. Oh, it blew my mind. That's awesome. Oh man, is it the ghost of Ferdinand Mount Marcos? <laughs> oh crap! How'd you know? <laughs> Is it in Hawaii? Oh my God, I can't wait. I know. No, it's it's just like a bunch of shoes. I know. That it's are like... <laughs> a bunch of Petrini shoes. It, but, then, but, shoes like, ah! but to make it creepy, there had to be uh, spider legs. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it turns out Chan Nux live shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'll go then. Um, my favorite myth, uh, it's, it's a story that my dad would tell, and and he wouldn't tell me this as a child. Like, I learned a lot about myths as an adult. Right. <laughs> Last week. Like, the other day, my dad. Um, no. Um, but my favorite myth is the capre. I was gonna say, and I want to see a copra like embodied in a in a modern kind of like twist. How they do, you know, the the creature. Technically, they did do a copra. But yeah, but yeah. he's just Jim, chilling in the back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I want to see more. I want to see him smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. or a cigar or whatever, and like That's tricking people. Pretty big. Like I wanna, I want, I want to see more, and how they would incorporate. Like being a tree dweller or whatever. Are you, do you want it to be a sexy copre? Oh, <laughs> who are you talking to, dude? Of course. The question is, how sexy is the copre? Sexier than the sexy Aswang. That's <laughs> which sexy is it? The upper half or the lower half? <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, there is a reason why he's up there. Because right, he only wears a bahag, right? He only wears like a loincloth. Yeah, yeah. That, that, your, that, your force to look up like, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh. hey. half horse, hello. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> like right now he kind of looks like uh, Davy Jones from uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like the way they have him in the background. Like, right. Like, he's gonna come up. He's got a beard, right? <laughs> he's made of Is he gonna do tentacles? <laughs> Can his face be testicles? <laughs> Just kidding. Can you I think that's that a different sorry. monster. That's a different monster. Different no. Monster. That's the monster no one wants. For everybody. But yeah, I want to see the copyright. I want to see some... Turns out only the Japanese do that type of anime. That's true. Yeah. It's already been done. Oh, God. Face. That's not on Netflix. <laughs> um, for me, uh, I, I kind of want to see more, or not more, but I think, uh, again, like one of those uh, blink and you miss it, but there's a Mananangada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the monster, it's the, it's the uh, lady monster who's like literally. Next to Sexy Aswang, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's standing right next to him. Oh, okay, I gotta and rewind it again. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, I don't the, think she was standing, was she? Well, one half was standing. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's floating. I don't know. Yeah, I forget and, now. In the, the rice fields? Yeah, if, if she's standing, that's not Mananangal. <laughs> that's just. The Mananangal I know. Hindi Nanangal. Mamaya Mananangal. Mamaya Mananangal. Mamaya Nangal. Jay should call us because we got ideas. <laughs> Jay Lima, director of the show. Turns out the only thing you have to put is the word sexy. <laughs> Sexy Hashtag sexy Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> next, next season, you see the bottom half. <laughs> it's human sized. Everything. I mean, for a chocolate. <laughs> it's not a hat on his head. I know. Saying it's a wiener. He's, he's, an, he's a giant wiener. Yeah, how, how do you do the hashtag stuff? Because I have all, uh, ideas already. Are you going to create a Twitter account? You said it's sexy hashtag. Oh no! Oh no! This is such a dad, I love it. Ah, uh, baby, show me how to do it. Anna, Anna, come here. I need to know how to do this hashtag. Try to, try to, try to. Hashtag. 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 Hashtag.
Hashtag sexy Dennis, Nuno. Dennis, this is actually your rehearsal, your um, audition. Sexy, sexy Nuno. Oh my! That's actually my hashtag name. <laughs> if there are any like artists out there that are looking to make fan yeah. art, sexy Nuno. The bottom half. Bottom half. Bottom like, half. What's sexy in Nuno. the sewer? Right. That's what I want. So it's know. just him. It's just his uh, sexy ass. Oh, we're and going then, there. And then there's there's a, there's a bubble that says, "Hello, Trece. <laughs> Hello, young Trece. And it just keeps on growing. <laughs> Hello, young Trece. He's like a fucking iceberg. Oh wow! Wow! This is a great conversation. I mean, I would green light a season two after hearing this conversation. No, 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 no. You guys can have sexy to uh, sexy to David season two. I want an offshoot. <laughs> I just offshoot. Right? <laughs> this is offshoot. You no survive. Oh, Nino's sexy adventure. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sexy Adventures in Brown Town. That should be Scooter Ghibli, dude. I know. Scooter Ghibli. Oh, God. Oh, God. Give me a docky out of here. More like Mia Tuck. Oh, my God. Okay, I guess that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have. I'm with you. Okay, cool. Like, I'd love to see both halves. Yeah. I want to see what's down downstairs, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> more spider legs. <laughs> like, is there is there a lot of salt down there? Is it, is it moist? <laughs> I mean, technically, that's how you kill the manananga. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> is the other half just chilling? Oh, man. And like, you know, does oh, it man. sense when, like, like limon is coming towards it? They start walking away. Someone's got like a bottle of Lucas and it's like, no! What talks is the middle part? Get away, get away, get away. Okay, if anybody if anybody out there listening hears merchandise for Tresa, it's going to be the Barrel Man, but except Nuno. <laughs> that's so genius that that's doable. We have a friend. Yeah, he is. We have a friend who makes has a 3D printer, right? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Do we? No, we're gonna, I'm gonna text Joe right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Joe, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Can you print barrel men? But instead of barrel men. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking the penis that comes out of this barrel. Right. I'm talking like hilariously. Gigantic. Iceberg. Like it's, <laughs> it's just a chocolate bar. <laughs> there it is. It's just there one it is. There's uh, a giant chocolate underneath. Oh my god. Write this down. Uh, <laughs> good thing it's being recorded, so we can rewind back. Ah, like, oh, that was a good we one. We don't have to write it down. That was a good one. There's historical printing of this already. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that wraps it up. I, we've had. You know a, what would wrap it up? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> it would be a wrapper on top of it. Yes. Of a barrel. It would just off-brand chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the barrel would be white with red stripes. Red stripes, yeah. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Merchandising. So, Merchandising. Uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, again, Earl, thank you so much for taking time out of your yeah, evening sure. to join us. Where can our followers and our friends find you if they don't know, you know, know you already? I am everywhere online at Early Be Good. That's E A R L Y G. Uh, no, sorry, B G O O D E. 
So early B good, like Johnny B good, with the E at the end. This yeah. is this is far more complicated than I wanted it to be. Do, do we pronounce it er? Er be good. Good. I should have just changed my name to Michael. <laughs> Hey man, I've been trying to push Harold for like a long time, but my family still hasn't caught on to this crap. Aww. It's okay. Aww. I know your pain. His face is so sad. <laughs> and we're laughing. I'm sorry. I, 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 it's the pain. <laughs> so, early be good everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Right? That's, yeah. That's, that's solid branding, by the way. Because, yeah, <laughs> from Twitch to Twitter to Instagram, it's the same. So, it's, yeah, the same. it's everywhere. Easy, it's actually easy to pronounce, unlike certain products okay. that we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to squeeze it in. The, the darkest timeline. Well, um, yeah, so I, I guess that's it. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you guys um, enjoyed it. Uh, this is the first episode of The Dorkiest Timeline. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I would say, as usual, but since this is the first time we're doing it, uh, this is the host of The Dorkiest Timeline. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. This is Krisha. And this is Gingy. Oh, my God. Is that a tear? Oh, that's good acting, dude. I'm gonna try again. I pop my eye. Come on, you son of a gun.